0: KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here. At AM 630 KSLR, you are listening, in fact, to The Word in South Texas. Um, this particular program is called the Church of the Week, and what we do every week at this time, um, we emphasize uh, and we feature a church in the local area. What we found out over, over the time is that uh, a lot of our listeners, a lot of you guys that are out there listening to us, we so appreciate you listening. However, we want to make sure that you are plugged into a local church, and so uh, what we want to do today is uh, feature... Uh, feature a church uh, his life fellowship right here in san antonio we're going to be talking to pastor todd granger and so i just want you to kind of sit back and take a listen to his story take a listen to what god is doing there at uh, his life fellowship and uh, if the lord leads you we invite you on behalf of your friends here at the radio station to come on out and uh, visit his life fellowship so pastor todd we appreciate you coming into the studio thank you so much for joining us it's my pleasure to be here Awesome. Well, I want to I wanna start out with a little bit of your background. Uh, people may not know you, and so just give us a little bit of an insight on some of your background and your upbringing and all that
2: kind of Okay. Well, my father was, uh, is a Baptist minister and has been here locally for uh, some 40 years now. And uh, I was raised in the, uh, in the church and uh, raised in a Christian family, went to Christian school, as a matter of fact. Um uh, so I was thoroughly indoctrinated. I received the uh I received Christ as my savior when I was 9 years old and mm. uh at a local revival meeting. Yeah. And, uh, I think at the time I was uh, interested in avoiding hell. I'm not sure I understood everything <laughs> that <laughs> that, <a> <laughs> that I had, had received at yeah. the moment. And that's pretty much the way with most of us. Uh, I uh, attended uh, church regularly. It was pretty much uh, expected of me until mm. I hit my uh, adult years. And the, uh went through that phase where my belief system wasn't actually meeting up with my life, mm. that uh, what I believed wasn't helping me avoid or even overcome the issues that everybody else was dealing with. I saw very little difference in how I responded to loneliness and to despair and to to all the things that hit us as human beings than the way the lost people were responding to it and that in me began to do a work of 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 questioning a work of of uh, f- wondering why why do i call myself a christian apart from heaven one day mm. what do i have that's actually going to get me through this day get me through this moment and get me through the situations that i'm in i'd heard a lot of i grew up listening to a lot of different preachers talk about their own brand of christianity and if if i followed this emphasis or that emphasis somehow i would be an overcomer mm. but once I once I followed the emphasis to its end. In the end, I was left with just me and heaven. One day, mm. and it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. You know, I, I do a, a good bit of counseling, and you know, the majority of my counseling was with Christian people, who who are just desperate to find some way to cope with life. We have as many Christians on antidepressants and and taking all manner of the world's answers to to uh, anxiety yeah. as we do lost people. Right. Now, Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it abundantly, more abundantly. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it around me, and I'm seeing that it looks like they came to have life more miserably. hmm it doesn't look like abundant. In fact, the the Christian community is full of what I call suicidal rapturists. They're not anxious to get uh, to just get to heaven one day. They're anxious to get Jesus here so they can get out of the hell they're living in well, now. Yeah, right. You know, so what is the truth of the Christian life? Where does it meet? Where does it... Where does it come down to shoe leather, and how I live out each day, how I face the insecurities, the fears, the the hardships, the difficulties of daily living, and that is kind of what spawned uh, God's initiating His
1: life ministries. So you uh, you were pretty involved in church since you were since you were little. Were your folks uh, ministers? Were they somehow involved in the church in such a way that they just they really felt that they. Uh, had to be there all the time and take you with him. No,
2: they were they were traditional Baptists for many years, and uh, my uh, my dad went through a, a revival here in San Antonio, a big mm-hmm. revival. And uh, at that time, God did a major work in him, mm-hmm. uh, drawing him into the truth that that walking with the Lord was more than what we do; it's our life. Mm-hmm. And uh, there began to, to be changes in the way he walked, and and that kind of gave me hope. That began to do a work in me. I began to see something in him that was, that was actually tangible and consistent, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I had not seen that uh, to a great degree in the Christian community, except from those people who were out there in the front in the limelight putting it forward— and you know you know that sometimes there's an inconsistency of what we ministers put in the front yeah. and where we truly live i saw in his life because i was walking and living around my dad i saw a consistency that trans- transferred itself into his home mm. into the way he lived and the way he faced circumstances
1: so he came to understand that church isn't really just a place that you go to but it's a lifestyle we are the church and we were to live it every single day. I, I wonder if, I wonder why people, and even, even many, I'm sure, that are listening here today, why we've kind of gotten a little lazy. Um, and, um, you know, we know that we're Christians, we know we're saved, and our names have been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, but we kind of get settled with, we get comfortable with uh, just watching TV or hearing someone on the radio, and, and well, like I said, we appreciate that, but it's not... To take the place of saying, okay, family, let's get up. Let's go. It's time to go to church. We're going to be there and we're going to be actively involved. And in, because this is a whole life transformation. I mean, the deeper we yes. study the Bible and, and Jesus and everything yeah. that, that he did, the more it washes us and transforms us and, and, and our thinking. But why do you think we've gotten lazy in a sense? Because, you know, that type of mentality that your father had and the, the transformation that he experienced, that that's revival. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it today that are, uh, there might be some of the stumbling blocks as to why most or a good number of Christians aren't actively involved in church?
2: Well, I think uh, to a large degree we talk about, ministers talk about the issue of relationship and uh, that, you know, we need to have a relationship with our Lord. And what that transfers into in the mind of most Christians, the box that that goes into, is, well, that means that I need to read my Bible, and that means I need to go to church, and that means I need to participate in seri- various functions of the church, and that's a relationship. Well, that's not a relationship. Those are parts of the relationship. Those are the fruit are the expression of the relationship, but they are not the relationship. Intimacy with my wife is not restricted to me taking her out on a date once a week or what I read about her or, uh, you know, meeting her at various functions and celebrating her life once a year. That is not intimacy. For me, intimacy with my wife is me living with her. It is me recognizing her presence in each moment. It's me not thinking of myself as an individual, but a part of a marriage. To walk with her in intimacy brings a whole new light to marriage for me to walk with her apart from intimacy becomes just something that i do and there are many marriages that are like that mm-hmm. but that's not what god intended you know the reality is that christians have uh have been duped when they are walking out there with a uh a a lack of commitment with a uh a lethargic point of view concerning christ they have been duped because here's the reality of it If Christ is my life and I'm walking in intimacy with him, then everything that I encounter, everything that I walk into, God has put before me to expose the life within me. Mm -hmm. And the greatest reward I have is seeing him. Why in the world is Apostle Paul continually rushing headlong into one issue after another, imprisonment, beatings, one thing? How could he possibly—would you look at his life and say, well, now there's the abundant Christian life? <laughs> uh, let's Sign me up. I'm ready for that. Right. No. You know, the average Christian isn't going to do that. But, you know, the reality is that we know Christ through living life in intimacy with him. Right and that is the reward. Jesus is the reward. Mm -hmm. It's not just about living for Jesus, it's living in Jesus. It's in Christ, it's intimacy, and it's a whole lot more than the average Christian really recognizes. Mark, when you were saved, did you have any idea what you
1: were receiving when you received Christ? I just knew that it felt good. (laughs) I just knew that it was something beyond what I'd ever experienced.
2: You know, that is the reality. You know, if if there's ten things we need to know before we go into something, we'll only know five. Hmm. I know that I needed to know a whole lot more about marriage than I knew when I married my wife. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because we live this life by faith. And when we receive Christ, we know very little of what we received. I can't even compare Christ with marriage because that's comparing an ant to infinity. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that we're, we're expanding in our intimacy with him, and that doesn't stop on the earth. Mm-hmm. We're Here on the earth, we're just living a life by faith. We're doing something the angels can't even do because they sit in his presence they see him and say there's god we are down here we're just trusting in the life within us we're allowing him to reveal himself where he chooses and we say that's my god that's right that's you right. know so we we walk in a in a in a glorious position the angels actually envy us mm-hmm. Because of the position that we hold, not just as his children, but in the sharing of his life in daily, moment by moment, second by second,
1: experiencing Amen. his intimacy. At what at point in your life did, did the words written on a piece of paper that we call the Bible become a revelation to you, and all of a sudden you begin to feel the Holy Spirit in inside of you telling you hey, it's time for ministry it's time for you to step out and do what i've called you to do at what point in your life did that happen
2: uh actually that only uh, me going into preaching only happened about uh, four years ago mm-hmm. Uh, I've been teaching for a long time. Uh, held a Sunday school class, Bible studies for a long time. But I had, I had really pushed against the idea. Many people said, "You know what? You don't teach. You preach. You should, you should yeah. just go ahead and become a preacher." And I had really pushed against that idea because I, I what I did was an expression of what God had put in me, and it was, it was. It was not something I wanted to do as a vocation. It was something that I did because it was who I am. Mm-hmm. It's what he had put in me, and for some reason, committing to becoming a vocational minister was kind of okay i'm you're going to pay me for this mm-hmm. i mean it just didn't it didn't work for me, plus you know being raised in the religious community, I had a lot of baggage attached to that mm-hmm. that i didn't I wasn't interested in in getting into yeah. But God put it in my heart. He said, "You know what? Kind of the same thing He said to Paul. You know, my my strength is sufficient for your weakness." Right. And I said, "Well, Father, uh, what what if what have I got? What have I got to present? What have I got to come forward?" He says, "You have me." And I said, "Well, you know what, Father? I don't have all the degrees that a lot of those guys out there have." And He reminded me of a verse in Acts where. Peter and John are standing before the Sanhedrin, giving an explanation about why they're preaching. And the Sanhedrin made an observation about them. The Sanhedrin said they realized that though they were uneducated men, they realized that they had been with Jesus. Mm. You know what? And God said to me, what do you want people to say about you, Todd? Really, what do you want them to say about you? I said, Father, all I want them to see is you. Mm -hmm. I want them to know I've been with you, that you are my life. And you know what? That's what I'm doing. Mm. Call it preaching. Call it whatever it is. I'm here to give the Christian community and the lost the message that Jesus is abundant. His life is full and free. It is an answer that it goes way beyond the world's coping mechanisms, that we're called to a higher way to live. Than most Christians know or understand
1: you've been listening to Pastor Todd Granger. He is the pastor over at uh, His Life Fellowship here in San Antonio. Um, you can find them over at the Medical Center Baptist Church on Sundays and on Thursdays. We'll be giving you some more information about their their times of when they're meet, when they meet, but uh, that location is at uh, 7015 Warsbach Road. If you'd like to talk to Pastor Todd in person and just uh, have a few questions for him or find out some more information about the ministry, you can call him at 210-493-5433. Uh he's with uh, his life fellowship and uh for more information you can also go online to hislifeministries.org. Uh Pastor Todd by the way, you have uh you have a ministry here on radio that uh that we transmit all over South Texas. Um, and, uh, you are on, uh, you are on on Sundays at 2 p.m. Here on this dial, That's great. uh, AM 630 at uh, Sundays at 2 p.m. And you can also, uh, hear the program on Saturdays. If you didn't catch it on Sunday, you can catch it Saturday night at 8 p.m. Pastor, we appreciate your time and being here. Let's go, let's move into the, uh, into the ministry itself. I want people to find out what is going on in his life. How did it come about? What is God doing right there? Uh, just take us through that, would you? Well, we have His Life Ministries,
2: and then we have His Life Fellowship. And and His Life Fellowship is the actual church that was born out of the ministry. His Life Ministry is about teaching and training Christians about who they are in Christ Mm -hmm. and growing them in that intimacy. It's a discipleship ministry. It also uh, is about uh, counseling and giving uh, seminars and things of that nature that help educate the Christian community. We're not just about his life, fellowship as a church. We're about being a ministry to the Christian community and and helping them understand what it is that Christ has given him, given them through his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we do a good bit of counseling and. Uh, we do uh, uh, do have different speakers in from time to time, speaking on different subjects from marriage and so forth. But in everything, uh, our, our little tagline is, it's just about Jesus. Yes. In everything, we pull it back to the center that Christ is life and that with him, everything else has meaning. Apart from him, we can't ever know what anything we enter into, yeah. it has, uh, what the value of it is. Mm-hmm. So when I'm talking about marriage to people, I want them to understand that when they come to me for marriage counseling, we're not counseling about marriage, we're counseling about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you seek him first, then all of those things be at, will be added unto you, it says in Matthew. The reality of it is that Jesus makes a marriage, and apart from him... It's just
1: a contract. We can do nothing. That's right. That's right. So uh, you're you're counseling, you're you're pastoring a church, you have this ministry that's available. You said you're uh, helping Christians be discipled through the word and things like that. Now, based on the story that you've given us on your background, how you kind of grew up in church and always was connected to church, what would you say to someone that might be listening right now or someone that walks into your office and says, hey, you know what? Uh, That's great that that's your life, but that hasn't been my life. I've been messed up all my life, I've been in drugs, I've been in prison, I've I've beat up my wife, I've been divorced two times, you can't relate, you can't relate, or I can't relate with your story and yours or mine. How can you minister to someone like that? You know what,
2: Mark, in reality, I can't, but he can. Mm -hmm. And so when when somebody like that comes in, the first thing I do... I know that he wouldn't be there except that God has sent him. I know that God didn't send him to see me or to hear from me. God sent him because he has something to say through me. And in each situation, we go back and we talk about what is it that you believe life should be giving you? Mm -hmm. What is it, if they have a relationship with the Lord, what was your expectation what was your de- what was your desire when you became a Christian? What did you think the Christian life would actually be like? What did you expect Christ to do in your life? And we begin to see that in everybody's life they have they have replaced God's definition of what the Christian life is for their own, mm-hmm. and they have been sadly mistaken. You know, Mark, if if you're dying of thirst and I hand you a cup of sand and say, "This is water, drink it," will it work for you? I mean, in reality, the guy you're talking to has been drinking sand,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and he, he thinks he knows who Christ is, but he doesn't know who Christ mm-hmm. is, and he hasn't been drinking from the right... From the right well And we begin to talk about Who Christ is And what Christ has given him In that life And you know what The reality is Mark This either works Or it doesn't Mm -hmm. If this doesn't work Then the Christian community Needs to quit kidding themselves Right And just go out there And live for tomorrow You may die Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. But the reality is My Jesus is so much bigger Than this temporal life That we're living right here That I can have victory In each moment That he's big enough to make my marriage work. That's right. And he's big enough to make the parent of me that he designed me to be. He's big enough to make my my job and my work a ministry in and of itself. And you know what? I saw in, in the life of Paul and I saw in the life of the apostles a life that transcended the human existence, mm-hmm. a life that literally craved those points of manifestation to the point they were willing to suffer and die. Yeah you know what? That is the life I want. Mm. I don't care about anything else. I really don't care about just having the 2.5 children, the nice house, and driving the nice car, and retiring one day. Mm. To me, that's not what Christ gave us. He gave us something abundantly more, and that's where I counsel from. I start with the truth that Jesus is life, and apart from him, there's nothing else. That's right. And... uh, I find that, you know what, when I can take their focus off of their problems, when I can take their focus off of their failures, when I can take their focus off the people who have wronged them, off of bitterness, off of the hurts and the pains of the past, and I can just put them on Jesus Mm. for just a moment, they have
1: healing. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's right. That's right. Everything is about Jesus. He's the center focus of everything that you do. It's very, it's very obvious that you're you're passionate about the life of Jesus and uh, and teaching Jesus. So we so appreciate you and so many other wonderful ministries across the city that are just so biblically sound. They're so centered on on Jesus Christ and His life and and he, He being the only way to to heavens. And that that's what we're about. This radio station is about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we're so proud. And we so appreciate you being here on our airwaves and getting getting that message out to so many people that need it.
2: Thank you very much. It's it's really a pleasure to be here. Uh, you can tell there's nothing I enjoy talking about more. Yeah. Uh, it's It really is the passion of my life. And you know what? this is part of the abundance is being able to express that truth mm-hmm. because he is the truth. Yeah. He is the way. Yeah. So
1: now you mentioned that your ministry has been around for about four years, the the church, the fellowship. That's his correct. It's life fellowship. And uh, you guys are meeting over at... Um, Medical Center Baptist Church. Yes, Medical Center Baptist. You, yeah. How long have you been there?
2: Uh, about three, a little over three years three now. Three years now. Yeah. We We meet on Saturdays, and that's mm-hmm. not because of some... Uh, conviction about Saturdays it's just that uh, when we started this ministry we wanted a setting uh, that was fairly uh, traditional I guess so Mm -hmm. that we could we could accommodate worship services in the right way and uh, that uh, pastor box out there was gracious enough to allow us to uh, use his facilities and uh, we've been there ever since and I don't know, but how God's going to grow that or, mm-hmm. or whether he's going to one day. I'm not opposed to preaching seven days a week, as yeah. you can tell. <laughs> yeah. So you know, whatever he wants to do is okay with me. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just a passenger on this bus.
1: Yeah, very good. So what can people expect if they, they uh, take you up on the offer and the invitation to come out and visit with you guys this weekend? What, what can someone expect when they walk into his life fellowship? Expect worship. Expect
2: the Word of God. Expect to hear from Him. Expect to see people whose lives have been changed by Christ Himself. Expect to see that life being demonstrated around them. And expect the ministry of the Holy Spirit to work and to move in them. Mm. Go forward looking for Him. You know, one thing I know is I don't have anything to give. I have nothing. Right. I just have Jesus, mm-hmm. and for the Christian who is complete, he has him too. But what is given is the ministry of the Spirit of God, who literally exposes the truth of the life that you and I carry. And every day growth for us is not n- new, adding on. It's it's literally expanding what we know. It's literally revelation.
1: Very good. Why don't, why don't we take this last minute and just make a formal invitation to everyone that's listening to come out and visit with you and spend some time with you
2: all right well we would love to have you come to his life fellowship Uh, uh, that's uh as mark has mentioned we worship uh on 7015 wersbach road at the medical center baptist church at 5 p.m on Saturdays. sometimes it's five ten, sometimes it's five fifteen. But you know, we're not we're not married to that. But at five PM that's where when we have worship and we would really enjoy if if you feel led to come, uh come ahead. We would love to see Christ's unique expression in you and and uh we're just a family who enjoys growing. So uh come to see us.
1: All right. That is uh, Pastor Todd Granger of His Life Fellowship. Once again, the address, if you didn't get it, is 7015 Warsbach Road. They meet uh, inside the Medical Center Baptist Church. Saturdays at 5 p.m. Thursdays you have a Bible study at 6.30. That's Uh, correct. That's at your home. And so we want to invite you to come out and visit them. for For more information about the ministry, Uh, We'll ask you to uh, log on to the Internet. Uh, You can check out their website at hislifeministries.org. Don't forget to listen here on this radio station, AM630 KSLR, every Sunday at 2 p.m. for a teaching directly from uh, Pastor Todd. And if you didn't catch it on Sunday, you can always catch it on Saturday at 8 p.m. Pastor, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. Thank you, Mark. God bless.
0: Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com